When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Calling all Kingdom Women entrepreneurs, the vision builders, the boundary breakers, and the passion igniters who know they're called and anointed to impact positive change for the kingdom through your business. A business that honors and serves God. Welcome to Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is your host, Fidelis Cruz. And I'm Anne-Marie Cross. Now, onto the show. So welcome back to another show, sis. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> this is a topic that I think each and every one of us um, can get stuck in at one time or another if we're not careful. And of course, we are talking about comparison and why we never should get stuck in the comparison trap. Sis, oh. what have you learned <laughs> and discovered over the years about comparison? You want to dive in and share? Oh, comparison-itis, comparison-itis. You know, we all go through this. I'm sure there's you know, you'd be lying if you said you've never gone through comparing yourself with anyone. We all go through this. I'm sure everyone can relate to today's topic. It really, you know, when we do that, it's it sucks, right? Because it really can mess up the sense of self-worth and your value and, you know, it saps away your joy, really. And that's what it is. That's what the Bible actually tells us, you know, comparison is the, the thief of joy, right? So it's important that we understand, again, going back to kingdom identity, who we are and who God has called us to be. Um, but yeah, just, just starting with that, that you know what, you're not alone. Firstly, if you're going through this, I feel it too. I'm sure Anne-Marie as well has gone through it, but I've experienced it over the years, as especially as um, a business owner as well, because when I do my research and I look around, um, of course, if you're about to launch your business, you're going to look around, you're going to see, you know, who's in the same industry, what are they doing? And it happens. So yeah, it it does. <laughs> It does, it does. And it's interesting, isn't it, that we can look at what others are doing and when it doesn't become comparison from that, and, and this is where it's, you know, be mindful that your admiration doesn't become envy. And that can often happen, like you're scrolling through, you know, um, Instagram and looking at pictures and every now and again it's like that little twang it's like oh you know what is that <laughs> and I, I mean I if I think back to when I first started my business this is years ago in the career industry I was looking at other people and this is where the admiration not didn't become envy but it was more comparing and not feeling good enough and, right. you know, that that is where you really got to check in, isn't it? And say, well, mm. what am I feeling? Um, does it feel empowering? Is it honoring the Lord with the gifts and talents that I have have? And oftentimes it's not. When we admire or we envy and compare ourselves mm. to other, you know, the gifts and talents mm. or where they, they are in their journey, we forget and negate where we are and who we are and who yes. God's created us to be. We negate that, don't we? Yeah. You know, if it, it feels like for me, what, and I can just relate going back to that, you know, looking at 
imagining yourself scrolling on Instagram and then you see something and you're like, oh, that feeling. Just, I feel like just being really aware of that firstly is so important because it's just self-awareness as well, right? You just go, oh, there's something that I'm feeling here. It doesn't seem quite right. What is that? God, reveal that to me and just share a little bit more about what that is. Let's unpack that feeling right now. Why am I going through that? But also there's a difference, I guess, I wanted to share that the envy part is more when you see someone doing something uh, and then you've, you've started to compare, but then the envy comes when it's sort of like, I don't want her to have that. Mm. that's that that's that's the the real envy is when you know yeah great you know I'm, I'm happy that this person has got something and we can celebrate and that's great but when it's to the point that you're like you know what oh she's got that I, I don't feel like celebrating that yes. you know that is envy so we've got to really be aware of this when it when we when we feel it and when, yeah. we, when it comes up I think when we get stuck in that as we both mentioned, you can negate and you can ignore where the Lord has placed you, um, uh, you know, your your own gifts and talents. And I mean, if we were all the same and we all had the same gifts and talents, there would be a lot of things in the world that would not get done. So let's talk mm-hmm. about what are some of the things that you have done Um to move through that and then be able to look at what other people are doing with admiration and an empowering way that you can say, well, that is amazing. You know, how blessed you are in the same token, knowing how blessed you are yourself in where the Lord has you in that season. Yeah. You know, let me just share really personally for me, I've been through this a lot, a lot. I think and- <laughs> I can, we can get back there daily, can't we, when we're struggling. I mean, yeah. this is something that we need to be mindful of. I think, again, I know our last show was talking about yes. doing our minds daily. Yes. It's one of the reasons because the exactly. can be the tapping on our shoulder. Look at what you've but not look- done, or, you know. <laughs> yeah. So when I, there was a point actually uh, when I was, early stages of uh, my coaching business um, what I did was when I when it starts to happen to me when I start to see and it comes up for me on social media I actually um, I don't unfollow but I actually mute mute it because I know that it's it's not it's causing me to sin you know being envious is actually a sin and um, feeling that it's not right right so I I go you know what I'm going to mute it for a moment and it's only for a season and what it actually means is that God is doing a work in us when we're aware that this is happening and when we're aware that yeah we've got these feelings it's it it, we can go back to God and go God teach me and tell me what that actually means and what it is is God is teaching us about our character and it's going to be a process of of um again renewing our mind renewing um the way that we think and so for me I don't block the person I don't block whatever it is that I'm seeing uh, sorry I don't unfollow but I would block it so that I don't see it often and in the process I ask the Lord to heal that part of me or help me with that with that space so that's that's what I do uh, firstly so that it doesn't come up again and again and again because it's a trigger mm. um, so let's get rid of that firstly and then do the inner work 
Uh, that's how, yeah, that's how I've been dealing with that. That's beautiful. So <laughs> and and as you share that, that that is exactly what I have done too. And I'm sure others have done that as, as well, because otherwise it does trigger. I mean, what are the things that have triggered you and remove those? And then as yes. you say, ask the Lord to heal you. And it's interesting, isn't it, that um, he really will work in you so that things don't trigger you as much and let's face it um or maybe it's just me I don't know um we're in business and there is there you know and when I talk about the word ambition I don't mean it from a worldly point of view but it yeah. means that you have goals you have That's dreams right. you've got you know visions you want to you've got objectives that you want to achieve and you know sometimes I think as entrepreneurs we can set the bar so high mm. that it will be impossible you know for us to to achieve and look you know, things, if we don't do things that are aligned and, and we ask the Lord for, I mean, that sets us on, a, that's a whole other show on <laughs> inside, I think, rushing forward and then going, oh, I forgot to pray about this, you know, yeah. just on the go direct and we, we just love what we do. And I think um, comparing and measuring is something that we can fall into, uh, a trap that we can fall into if we are not uh, careful. But I love what you said earlier about, you know, when we compare and, and we're not really looking at, well, what is our kingdom identity? Some people may be struggling with this because they don't know their gifts. They don't know the talents yes. and where the Lord has placed them. Can you share a little bit about your journey on how the Lord continued to um, show you some of the unique gifts and talents that you have in the amazing year? Yeah. Share what, what you did because this could be really helpful for others too, I'm sure. Yeah, you know what? So within that journey, um, so I, I would block it and then you know what I do? And this is something I teach with the Kingdom Woman Entrepreneurs Academy. We we actually have this worksheet called the GSS Stock Tech. So it's the Gear Strengths and Strong Points worksheet. And we list out all the amazing things that we know and do. So, you know, um, your gifts, your talents, your abilities, even your credentials even reviews from your clients, everything that you can pop on that list, you put it in there. And um, including experiences, including setbacks and how you overcome. So having a list of that, I feel like just solidifies for me. It's just like, you know what, actually I have something to offer here. Um, and it is unique to me and it is so personal to me. And then, um, you know, while having that list, just thanking God and praising God, because you know what, sometimes it's, it's like, you know, we want something that we we don't, we feel like we want something because we don't have it, but we need to look closer to home and go, actually, I do have plenty here. It's like, um, what's that saying, sis? It's like, the it's not green grass on the other side. Oh, the grass that... is always greener on the other <laughs> side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's better over there and that's so much better. But when we look closely, we actually have everything that we need and God has actually equipped us for exactly what he's called us to do. Um, so yeah, just really focusing on what we have rather than going, I, I wish I had that yeah. because that's so not true. Yeah. So true. You know, when yeah. I was back in the career industry, I had to, as part of certifications. So it's interesting. And, and, you know, the Lord, we know the Lord uses everything for the good of those who love him. And so whilst maybe the driving factor was 
that I didn't feel good enough. So I needed to do that certification and that certification, right. that certification. The Lord, the Lord used that to build my self-awareness as I was learning and then being able to support others. Uh, the reason I share that is I had so many conversations with people who would come to me and the conversation would start, can you help me be more like this, that, and the other? And then I'd look at their assessment, like their behavioral assessment, and that assessment showed with their, um, you know, their, their character and, again, their, their talents and so forth, their skills and experience, how they would behave in a certain environment. Now, how you behave in a certain environment is often shaped because of who you are. And so to yeah. be someone that you're not is going to be exhausting. And so when we looked at that, one of my um, objectives was to help them recognize their own unique gifts and talents and how that could be work, you know, used in the workplace. And if we look at the context of that through who we are today, how many of us, um, even the style in which we show up, for instance, let me give you an example, how many courses or workshops and presentations I have set through about time management <laughs> and a lot of that time, I don't know if you've ever felt this, sis, but it's like, I just, it doesn't gel. I, I would spend more time trying to remember all of the things, you know, that I was taught mm. to do this time management stuff. And then I recognized when I did this uh, assessment, it was called the Kona, the Colby um, the Colby A assessment, and it works on your conative. So where you really spring into action my highest is that I click into action when there is pressure. I do well oh. under pressure. I love wow. new, um, you know, new new projects, and I need a little bit of procrastination downtime mm -hmm. because that. But it is um, planned. Um, procrast procrastination. It's it's, uh, sorry, it's intentional. It's just strategic yes. procrastination. Wow, I think you're the same, Emory. My brain is kind of formulating things so that when I'm on, I am on. You're on. Not Kickstarter. It's not that I can't remember what I'll, I'll think of it if and I'll share it. But, you know, when you compare that to other people, other people take a little bit more time. They do a little bit more research. And so I'm sharing that because sometimes you may be admiring something or why can't I be more like that? The Lord hasn't made you that way. Find That's out right. what it is that makes you click and go and do that and be, you know, that because that's how you will work better. Yeah. Um, so oh, wow. I love that. Oh, my gosh. And we're, I think we're the same. When you said planned procrastination, I'm like, that is definitely me. <laughs> you need downtime. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and another thing, too, that we're often told, you need to go networking. You need to go networking. Mm -hmm. And I would think to myself, why do I feel so exhausted mm -hmm. going to these networking events? Well, I am, believe it or not, an introvert, an extroverted mm -hmm. introvert. I did MBI, too, as part of my mm -hmm. certification. And when we talk about extroversion and introversion or the extrovert introvert, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, how you, you meet people and shine. You may be a little bit more yeah. shy or, or hesitant to, to speak to people, but being an introvert and extrovert, an introvert recoups their energy through being on their own, yeah. um, going out in the garden or walking. So very minimal interaction with others, whereas an extrovert recoups their energy energy through 
through the interaction with others. Yeah. My mother was an extrovert, an extrovert through and through, which is why always after church, they would either go to other people's house for coffee, invite people over, yes, morning service, evening service. She was just loved it. Mm-hmm. And when she went to a nursing home or a home on her own, and my father passed on and, and so forth, she really felt that. she It weighed her down. And so mm-hmm. there's all of these factors that when we take into account, we need to know how does the Lord make yeah. you? So you need to be on your own. And then other mm-hmm. people will often say, oh, that, that person's a bit rude, doesn't sit with us at you know in the lunch <laughs> table or whatever. That's because if that person did, their energy would be drained. Yeah. They need to recoup their energy by being That's on the road. And I'm just sharing this because sometimes we may look at others and think why am I not like that and start to compare right yeah exactly oh I love that sis it's so true like for me I'm an extrovert I feel like I'm an extrovert like 80% extrovert and then 20% sort of like I want to have my own me time as well but you know I just love that we work from our strengths and when as you said when we know exactly and that's why it's good to have that stock take of your gifts your talents even your personality whether you're extrovert, introvert, when we know that and we're really secure in that and run with that, I feel like that's your superpower. Like you, you there's no one else like you. And no. that's so beautiful. That, that's so good how God created us so uniquely. But the beautiful thing about it, and we, we were just sharing this in the KWE community is that we're all very different, but we need each other. And it's, and every, every gift is significant and valued because if you are not here, Anne-Marie, like it's not complete. If I'm not here, it's not complete. We need each other. We have individual, unique talents and gifts, um, but together it's sort of like, you know, complements. Yes. And that's what it is. It's not about um, competing. And, I, I, you know, when we're in the business world, we can be very competitive. Like we, we want to look at like the stats, the numbers, want to make sure, hey, am I growing compared to... And it's sort of like, you know, you have this thing where, what's the word? It's, um, yeah, you're comparing yourself to another business that's similar to you. And um, when we do that, it's, yeah, it's it's not, yeah, it's competitive. And I understand like healthy competition is good, yes. but we got to be very careful that it doesn't turn into that, again, comparison, envy, um, negative side. Oh, true. L- let me share something else um, that I learned over the years as well, but uh, as you talked about comparing, if we think about the person that there is one person, you know, there's a saying, the only person that you should be comparing yourself to is who you were yesterday. Yes, love it. And I think from a kingdom um, perspective too, the person that we want to become more and more like when we're comparing ourselves to yeah. really is Jesus, isn't That's it? That's it. One of the things that I learned years ago, this is through another one of the certifications that I did, was around mindset and around goal setting was this, that as people who are driven and we are ambitious and we set high goals, when we don't achieve those goals and, you know, that F word, the the failure word, and Mm -hmm. I truly believe there's no such thing as failure, just feedback. But to be honest, we, we don't like it. Well, what can happen is if you have had a failure or something didn't work out as you wanted, and you put your heart and soul, you worked so hard in that, 
what can happen is we can create what the facilitator talked about. And we can see this from a biblical perspective too, where the enemy will really stir that festering up if we don't heal from it. It can cause trauma and what they call goal trauma. And any time, and with a trauma, it is the emotion that we felt when we failed. And so what can often happen is we don't hear from that. We don't take the learnings from that and it remains disempowering. What can often happen is we play small or we don't really set goals at all because we don't want to set ourselves up to experience that negative feeling of, well, what if I fail again? Mm -hmm. But as we know, the Lord says to us, do not look um, to the past all of the time, you know, and and if we're not learning and and doing things differently. Um, So be mindful of that. There may be people who have not just got stuck in the comparison trap, but they've tried to achieve things, but now there is some trauma there, goal trauma or even financial mm. trauma that can keep them stuck as well if they don't yeah. get from that. Oh, Anne-Marie, can I share a little story? Sure. Uh, ho- hopefully this will help uh, whoever's listening now as well because uh, talking about trauma, I don't actually know if it's the word is trauma, but you know what? Um, when I, Because, again, that, that trigger when I see something and I'm like, oh, I wish I had that, you know, it's the comparisonitis. I had to do some research as to why I was like this. And then I did this thing called, um, uh, what's it called? I, I worked with a coach and she did this timeline therapy. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes. I, it was the first time I've heard of it. And I was just really open to, yeah, I really need help with this. And you know what? It took me back to this time when I was about, I think, six or seven years old. And, um, and I, and and just, I just remembered, you know, that there was something happened to me at that time that caused me to be like this. And here's what happened. So as I was growing up in kindy new one, I was always first honor in the Philippines. They have this thing where they um, give you like a, a medal, a gold medal. If you're first every end of the year, there's, it's, it's a massive thing. Like, cause your parents will come up and, and give you the, like the, the awards, And I was always first in class, like no fail and first in English. And I just loved it. Right, I'm very academic in that sense. And then there was this one point that I really was like, okay, cool. I I know I've got this. There was two um, of us that were picked to do a a recite, to recite a poem or recite something. Um, A a more like not international way, but more on like in the community um, to represent the school. There were two of us and we were competing for this spot. And because I was so sure of myself, I was always first. I was like, I'm not going to study this. I'm not going to do anything. And you know what happened? I was not picked, of course, because I wasn't, you know, I only, I didn't give it a hundred percent. And so another girl was able to do that. And I was so disappointed. And it took me back to this point where I saw her at the um, play area and she was, you know, it was just after the event. And I said, how did it go? Obviously all in, in my home language. Um, uh, and she was just like, it was amazing. You missed out. This is like kind of what she said to me because I didn't get it and she did. And then, you know what, that is, that caused me, I don't know if it's a trauma, I don't know if that's the word, but you know, that was actually, I feel like why I'm like this in a certain way where I'm always wanting to achieve things and do things because I never want to feel like that again. I know, I know. And, And it is, and this is what happens is in our life, 
we can have certain experiences. They're just experiences, but then one experience happened and it's so significant. It anchors and ties all of those, you know, if you can give an example, all of those experiences together so that it exacerbates all of them, but it will often track back to that, you know, to that event. The beautiful thing is, and we know through the power of the Holy Spirit and a lot of these courses, what they didn't realize is that we have the Lord, we have the the supernatural uh, healings that that is in that. But sometimes, you know, we need to be aware of what that is. And so obviously now, sis, you're a lot older, lot wiser experience, you know, experiences and things that you have done. Um, and you know, the, the confirmation continuously of the Lord speaking into mm. your life, you are a different person to who you were That's right. and have more resources now than who you were, the younger mm. you. And so what we can often do is go back and give those resources to that younger you. And mm. so all of that then, um, you know, breaks all of those, um, the feelings, the negative feelings, because anytime we are in a situation that is similar to a previous event, we will, we will just, you know, we will just won't do it, you know, and as you yeah. said, it may be that we continue to jeopardize where we're at because we don't do the things. We may not do this. We may not do that. Just mm. these little things all add up. Yes, yes. To a point where we prove the belief that we are, that hey, I I can't achieve this, but actually you can. You just yes, powerful stuff, isn't it? Powerful. Exactly. That's why it's so good to go and ask yourself, why am I like this? Like, why? What brought this on? Because that helped me understand yeah. more about why I why I feel those triggers, why that happens to me, um, and that's that's help. No, so helpful. It's part of that process again of healing from that and then now I you know I'm I'm much better with I I don't do so much comparison anymore because I'm like Lord I know exactly what my journey is and I just want to share this verse in Galatians 6 a 4 to 5 Um, it goes like this "Pay, pay careful attention to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are each responsible for our own conduct. And that's in Galatians. So I love that because, you know, comparison could be really, um, it's really a distraction. It's the enemy trying to distract you from your own calling because you're, you know, we're thinking of every, everyone else and what they're doing. But instead of using that energy for that, we can use the energy to work on our own stuff. Yes, so, so true. Yeah. So true. I love that that verse. Thank you for sharing that. And it's a great way to end the show. And when we realize that, the, the comparison, but also even what other people are doing, and I know that we shared or, or how they're doing that, how they're approaching that, very individually, the Lord may have given them away. And I'll give you an example. Back to one of the podcast interviews we did, we shared who we were or what our brand archetypes were. And you bring, you know, this beautiful romantic um, archetype and you can see that in your graphics and who you are and just, yeah, just beautiful romantic and that and 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 all of the things that comes with it. Whereas mine's more the, the ruler. And so it's very different how we bring that yeah. together. And as you said earlier, which I think is such a wonderful reminder, we are all different, but together 
we make up that whole, don't we? Just like we said, it, it, the church is, is part of a body. If we yes. only had hands or only had arms or only had, sometimes we all think that we have voices, but I tell you what, we need the people behind the scenes. We need yes. the people who are there diligently, you know, daily doing those things. Um, wherever the Lord has placed you in, in whatever season, you know, yes. together we all um, can bring God's kingdom here on earth. As Amen. So true. So thank you for sharing that that verse. I think that's a great way to end the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you've been encouraged by today's message. If you'd like to find out more about how you can work with a Christian business coach and to grow your business and be part of our free KWE community, go to kingdomwomanentrepreneurs.com. And if you'd like to learn more about how to start a kingdom-focused podcast so you can build your visibility and impact in a much bigger way, go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash kingdom podcast. And we would love you to leave some feedback over on our Apple Podcast channel, we'd really appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.